Hey, 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 my name is Wilson Chimazier and I welcome you to Unleashed with the Interpreter. Now, this podcast has been designed to inspire you through faith-based insights and interviews to fulfill your God-given potential here on earth. So you can join me every Tuesday, right, for an impactful time of learning and transformation. Now let's get on with today's podcast. Last week, I started um, a series which I called My Story, How I Found My Groove. And this week, I'm giving the second part of that story. Right, that's how I found my groove, part two. And my story began in, I started by telling you how in 2007, I asked two pertinent questions that changed the course of my life forever. And those questions were, who am I? Why am I here? Those are two of the big five questions that we ask as humans. So today, I want to expound on the things that happened, the seven things that happened after I asked those questions. And once you begin to reach out for truth with regards to who you are and why you are here on earth, I believe that these seven things, which are like seven steps, all right, will also occur in your life. It might be in no particular order, but they will happen, you know. Um, because once you begin to aspire for truth, the universe conspires on your behalf. God moves into motion. He sets things into motion and then he begins to bring you that revelation of who you are and why you are here. Because that is the thing that he's concerned with the most. That you may fulfill that for which he created you and sent you to the earth. So the first thing that happened after I asked that question was, I began to attract to myself a new set of friends you know the saying that says mind the company you keep very very true now these set of friends were purpose-driven individuals i started meeting them from that 2007 going forward to 2008 purpose-driven people people who aspired for more people who desired to make a difference in society people who had an understanding and an inclination that their life was more than food clothing housing shelter regular job wife and kids people who were beginning to see the big picture these were the kind of friends that began to come into my space as the other people as the other set of friends that i had prior to this time if you look um, if you listen go back and listen to the part one uh, uh, they began to exit my life and then this new set of individuals began to come in so the scripture the bible talks about how iron sharpens iron and then it also talks about how you know um, you should not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers an unbeliever is simply somebody who doesn't believe all right now you have for example a 4000 by 4000 inch dream let's say you want to build a mega city uh, a city that can house or shelter 
uh, let's say 10,000 to 100,000 people, you know, 100,000 or maybe 500,000 people, it depends. So a million people, you have that dream there. It's like a 4,000 by 4,000 inch wide dream on the canvas of your mind. And then you're trying to communicate this dream to people who all they can ever think of their highest aspiration is to live in a rented apartment or let's say at most have a a two or three bedroom flat of their own a house a wife and a car and you know just settle for a salary and then they are fine and then you're trying to bring this mega dream into their space they will frustrate you you know because what you're trying to do is you're trying to take a 4000 by 4000 inch dream you're trying to force it into a 4 by 4 mind it's not gonna work so when you try to yoke yourself with such individuals who are unbelievers with regards to your dream the Bible says do not do that because you're gonna frustrate the grace all right of God on your life so um, going forward, I came back to Lagos in 2008 and I still met um, uh, other friends. And the more of this type of individuals, this type of people I met, the better I became. Because what happens is these people begin to bring you the information, the knowledge, the connection that you need. And it is God because all things are working together for your good to them who are called according to his purpose because you are now trying to walk in the light of your purpose and in the fulfillment of your potential here on earth every single thing in the universe begins to walk together for your good because god wants to bring you that information so that you can fulfill you and glorify him so the next thing that happened after that was i came in contact with a little green book of course through one of my newfound friends and this book called out to me so knowledge is key company first you need to have the right company next the right books so through this book this book was written by dr miles monroe and it's called understanding your potential it's a book i would um, advise you to get and to read for yourself the book changed my life i wouldn't have seen that book if i was not yet ready you know there's a chinese proverb that says when the student is ready the master will appear the master there just means the teacher so i began to read and i summarized that book and it was amazing you know it inspired me it opened me up this questions i had in my heart with regards to who am i and why am i here were all you know answered in that book at least to a large extent but that wasn't all you know um, then i i spoke to my friend and i told him listen have you seen this book and he said uh, well yeah that he knows the book that he knows the author i said are you serious he said, of course, that he had a, a video CD of this author and um, that he was going to, he was willing to lend me so I could just watch this man whom I was reading about, 
you know i could just see him visually i said please i needed to have that so i went to his house you know and um i got i got the cd rushed back home slotted it in and played it now when i began to play it i saw myself in him now remember the scripture says as we behold him we are transformed from one you know level of glory to another so when i saw him dr miles monroe i saw myself i was just transfixed it was like that eureka moment i was fascinated and that brings me to the third thing that is likely to happen that will happen what happens is that god begins to bring people authority figures mentors teachers masters that you can look up to and aspire after and so the scripture is fulfilled in your life that says follow after those who through faith and patience has inherited the promise so there is a promise inside a seed all right this is an example now god has made let's say you have in your hand an apple seed now the promise of god in that apple seed is that it will become um, an apple tree that is full of apples lovely nourishing apples that everybody else wants to come you know and partake of and enjoy and that's the promise so god says to you that you should follow after those who through faith and patience has inherited the promise that he made to them so you look at somebody that has become an apple tree you are still a seed but god is saying that he wants you to follow after those who have become what you are aspiring to be you get that so you should follow them follow their lifestyle look at what they have done you know look at the level of commitment look at the sacrifices they've made what did they do to become what they are that is what you begin to do those are the sacrifices you begin to make that's the discipline you begin to implement in your own life so whatever it is that you're trying to do or you're trying to become whatever dream that is in your heart you're trying to build a mega city you're trying to you know set up um, a massive ngo that will cater to the needs of people all over the world whatever it is you, you want to create a new tech that will help to better people's lives you're going into agriculture you want to make food surplus whatever it is that you want to do there is somebody out there who has gone ahead of you and the moment you desire to be what you want to be god begins to show you even while you are yet a seed he brings people into your space that has become what you are aspiring to be so when you look at them you are able to become encouraged and then in the in 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 their success you see the possibility of your own success and this was what happened to me so i said to myself at that point i said i don't know what exactly it is that this man is doing because i saw dr miles monroe and he was just teaching and i saw myself in that screen i saw myself putting on that that suit there i saw myself teaching just like he was and i said to myself i don't know exactly what it is that this man is doing but whatever it is this thing that i see him doing is what i want to do for the rest of my life 
this is just what I want to do with the rest of my life. It was an eureka moment. It was an encounter. It was a turning point. It was not a mistake. God made that happen. So that's the third thing that happened. My eyes began to see my teachers. My teachers were no longer hidden from me just like the scripture says and then when your eyes see your teachers you begin to hear a voice behind you that says this is the way walk ye in it now the moment i got that i realized i needed training that's the first thing that happened i started getting i i, I started i attended trainings leadership trainings i started getting trainings on public speaking i started doing all of that i started reading up on more books that uh, Dr. Miles Monroe wrote and then other um, books. I started getting uh, more tapes, information. I was just listening and feeding myself, developing myself. I attended, um, like I said, various trainings, got a lot of videos. I was doing all that. I was feeding my mind, you know, with the right information, priming myself up, getting ready to be deployed. All right, getting ready to deploy myself. So I was sharpening myself. But what happens next is that you need to get some training. You need to acquire some training. You, you are gifted, but you need to you need to get trained. You need to get trained. Okay, so um, I, 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 I did all of that. And then the next thing that followed thereafter was one of my friends, the one who um, I met when I returned back to Lagos, and um, he also had the same we were men of like passions we made up our mind that we wanted to go ahead and um, deploy ourselves to the environment where we're in and we said we wanted to get out there we wanted to start doing this we wanted to start serving ourselves to our environment so the next thing that's the fifth thing that you need to do is you need to find a way to serve find a way to serve don't just get all the information get all the inspiration get all the knowledge and then just keep it there because what's going to happen is knowledge that is not implemented you know is not power and it can bring you into a, a state of delusion where you are just full of pride you are just proud that you know so much and yet you've done so little you've accomplished nothing so knowledge is not power until it is applied and so we said we're going to go out there we're going to find a way to serve we understood what our gift was at least to a certain extent we had seen authority figures who were doing what we we're doing we had gotten some level of training and it was enough the knowledge and the information we had was enough for us to start and we went out there and we started I am my friend you know and we started going into secondary schools that's what we started with just went into the secondary schools that was in our environment there and we started inspiring students to reach for their greatest potential we, we started inspiring them motivating them impacting them with faith-filled words and we could see the impact and the transformation we could see the lights you know the, the lights how their lights their eyes got lit up we could see how you know how how inspired they were and the feedback we're getting from the teachers of those schools the principals of those schools the students of those schools such that they started calling us back remember we went in to do all of this for free we went in to serve our gifts 
for free. We went in to serve ourselves for free. Jesus said, he said that the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve himself a ransom. He came to serve himself. Remember, Jesus was carrying the gift of salvation and he came to serve it. He is Redeemer. That was the work that he did. And he served himself to humanity. And now humanity can be free, has been set free from the bondage and the power of sin through the sacrifice that was made on the cross of Calvary, you know, um, by the blood of Jesus Christ. So what is your service to um, your generation? What is your service to humanity? What will humanity be grateful and be thankful to God for? Because you came and you delivered it. So find a way to serve and that's one way you get to sharpen your skill. The more we served, the more we developed this gift. (laughs) Remember, (laughs) when you start doing whatever you're doing, you're not yet perfect. Okay, the gift is perfect. The gift is mature. The Bible says every gift and every um, um, good and perfect gift proceeds from the Father of light. The gift is perfect. That word perfect there means matured. But the gifted is not yet matured. It's not yet perfect. It's just like a baby. The baby already has the gift of walking. All right. But the gift of walking is a perfect gift. It's a matured gift. It's inside the baby. But the baby is not yet matured enough to start exercising that gift. And so the baby starts learning how to walk by faith. The baby gets up because the baby sees other people walking. And then, you know, by instinct, the baby gets up there and starts applying himself, starts applying herself. Of course, you fall down a couple of times, but over time, through use of those legs, the baby masters that gift. After a while, the baby can start walking, start running, start leaping. Then you have, you know, other levels, playing football, you know, doing gymnastics and awesome things. You know, and that's how it is with your gift. Once you start making use of it, once you start applying it, you have not yet perfected it. So a gift has to be refined. So you refine it through use. You refine it through service. You know, nobody's going to tell you uh, not to come serve them for free. If you're going to serve for free and you have something good to offer, by all means, I mean, a good number of people will say yes to you. And that's your opportunity. You know, to sharpen your skill, to develop yourself, um, to understand your gift the more and how to wield it. So find a way to serve. We found a way to serve. And one other thing that happened that day was we received uh, the principal of that school gave us the first amount of money that we received. Uh, He gave us just a thousand naira. You know, we went in there to just serve for free. Um, Weren't looking at money, but money came. It was just a thousand naira. That's about two dollars and um, a couple of cents. Say two dollars twenty cents or thereabout. But that changed our lives forever because that day we knew we were born. We knew that we had something that was so valuable that people was were willing to part with finances, to part with money. You know to part with their hard-earned money you know just to get this and uh, we were born that day that changed everything so if what you're doing people can pay you a thousand naira people can pay you a dollar then they can pay you ten dollars if they can pay you ten dollars then they can pay you a hundred dollars you just need to you know um, uh, multiply how you do that thing 
and become more effective and efficient in your distribution of that service to your generation and the next thing that followed um, that should be the sixth thing was because we, we were now serving and we were doing all of this we saw that there was a need and then we created a book we wrote a book just a mini book so the next thing that happens is you need to produce something you need to produce something out of your gifts you need to create something that people can always go back to people can um, um, they can handle something you can exchange you know in the marketplace there it's called the law of equivalent trade so you have something you know to exchange with people there so we wrote a book it was like a type of our first fruit so the the template for greatness there in genesis says god says be fruitful then he says multiply then he says replenish the earth and he says subdue it and then he says have dominion well, the first thing is uh, be fruitful in other words produce something be productive so once you start serving you will see the opportunity to meet a need and uh, by producing something it could be it could be a product it could be in product form it could be in service form so that you can begin to effectively exchange that you know with for cash in the marketplace so we wrote we wrote a book and um, uh, though that book that we wrote we we didn't uh, publish it for certain reasons i'll talk about that later but we got to understand that that was the way to go and now i have um, um, a couple of my books uh, published and um, i've been able to using that same principle i have a book who is which is out there called the 15 unbreakable laws for maximizing your skill which is a fast selling book and um, it's that same principle that was you so produce something you have to produce create a product create a service that you can exchange in the market place and finally we got organized so you need to get organized all right if you want to increase your effectiveness and your efficiency the effectiveness and the efficiency of the distribution of your gift remember it says be fruitful and it says multiply and it says replenish the earth replenish the earth means to distribute it in order for you to be able to distribute your gift effectively you have to get organized you have to look at the you know the the distribution and the service of your gift look at it with the eye of a business you have to approach it with the mindset of a business all right this is what jesus said he knew what he had come to do and he said to his parents he said did you not know i shall be about my father's business so whatever it is that you're here to do is a business even if it is an ngo that you're starting you have to approach it with the mindset of a business the business of helping people the business of serving people so you need to get organized all right register the company register the organization you know be professional about your service delivery and once you have that mindset and that attitude to you know and that approach to that free gift there good and fine you have an an organization you can employ people 
you know and then as you employ more people you have a team you know getting organized means you also need to have a team you have a team you're able to employ more people they're able to deploy their own gifts in service to that greater vision and then collectively that organization can continue to grow and grow and grow and that's what you find you know happening in massive organizations like facebook like google like uh like microsoft and all that they started in the garage but they didn't remain in the garage they got organized now the moment you get organized you begin to employ more people because those who deploy themselves employ others so that's the final thing there get organized all right so i run through them again first you have to get the right company second you need to get uh, the right information books taught you need to you know have mentor and authority figures that you aspire after number four is start getting trainings number five is find a way to serve you know start implementing what you've learned for free all right you're like a drug dealer the first one is always free number six produce something be productive be fruitful all right create something that you can deploy and you can you know give to others and lastly number seven get organized make it a business of service to your generation and you're gonna do great things i leave you with this final thoughts an understanding of who you are and why you are here will drive you to serve what you are carrying to your generation and when you begin to serve what you have you will begin to have from humanity what you need every human being on earth was born with a gift to accomplish a specific purpose work or assignment here on earth and you are not an exception the big question now is have you found your gift and are you doing the work of that gift so that's my story and i hope it has inspired you i hope it has challenged you to also get started on doing the very thing for which you were born if you would like to book a free consultation session with me or sign up to my 12 days potential discovery course that helps you to find your gifts and deploy your work which is called unleash your potential you can hit me up on whatsapp and plus two three four eight zero six one five one four two three two and that is plus two three four eight zero six one five one four two three two or you can follow the link described in this podcast episode my name is wilson chimezier the interpreter and until the next podcast keep living in the reality of your purpose and fulfillment of your potential god bless you